Um, oh, and besides that, I had um, a lot of migraine headaches, which are, uh, which were probably due to estrogen dominance at that time, which I didn't recognize. Um, and um, I had some depression, and I was overweight. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Nick Delgado, and at, I'm at VegFest in Orange County, and I had the pleasure to meet the author of an incredible book. This is Angie. Tell me your full name and the title of your book. My name is Dr. Angie Sudeghi, and my book is called The Trifecta of Health. Wow. We got to talk uh, a little before your, your, your speech in front of the audience on the panel, and we have so much in common. I mean, the whole idea that, you know, eating healthy is the core to good health, but then also we have to have a mind for what is our hormone levels? What is going on as we go through each stage of life, right? And hormones uh, really should be evaluated even in youngsters as well, right? Yes, absolutely. I meet a lot of people in my clinic with uh, dysmotility of the bowels, which means the bowels are not um, uh, working normally or um, they're not working well. And mm -hmm. there is uh, the migrating motor neurons on the gut that are not squeezing very well. So the peristaltic action is flawed. And usually that's due to hypothyroidism and or oh, subclinical yeah. hypothyroidism, which a lot of uh, traditional doctors ignore so um, I find a lot of gut problems in relation to um, lack of hormones or uh, diminishing hormones as we age but sometimes even in the youngsters we're seeing uh, a lot of problems because of that whole gut permeability leaky gut a lot of uh, young kids are now diagnosed with Hashimoto thyroiditis and problems like that yeah and you bring up uh, thyroid disorders uh, you know in my own situation those people who follow my show know that uh, the mother of my son uh, 26 years ago now 27 years ago she had uh, hyperthyroidism you know yes. ex excessively high and now I look back and I realize there was endocrine disruptors there's things that triggered probably her autoimmune condition at the time I understood a fair amount about nutrition and diet and exercise but I didn't really have a full knowledge about how hormones affect a person's health and the quality of their life and it's interesting because Dr. Terry Hertog one of my mentors said uh, his family put him on thyroid uh, armor glandular since he was four years old wow. and now you know he's up in his 50s or so but the point is uh, you could be a young person and have a thyroid disorder uh, I, certainly in, in uh, the mother of my son's case, uh, when she died after my son was born, 10 days later of congestive heart failure, complications related to this hormonal imbalance, you know, I, I, it caused me to search the world for experts like yourself to kind of learn everything I could possibly learn. And there's always something new to learn. I come to conferences, I meet people, and it's just so exciting because I just think maybe I can just help one more person, maybe tens of thousands of people with this kind of knowledge. So you must feel really great about the release of your new book. It's exciting. I do. It's very exciting. My first book. Yeah. And what inspired you to write the book? Well, I had a lot of... Um medical problems. I grew up with uh, debilitating eczema where I had wow. postular lesions on my hands. Oh. I had itching from head to toe. Um, this is when I was even in my teen years and I had a really awful rash all over my body where I was embarrassed to shake people's hands or wow. I was embarrassed to like wear uh, short skirts or like uh, clothing that would show my um, skin. But even worse than the aesthetic parts of it, um, I had such bad eczema, I was so itchy that I couldn't sleep at night. 
so wow. I would I would itch literally all night and I couldn't sleep very well mm. and it was it was just very disruptive to my life and I was in med school trying to like study and you know this is after my teenage years I, I kept going on and on and it just kept, kept continuing and in med school it even got worse and I don't know if it's because I was eating worse or what I was doing wrong but it just kept getting worse and worse and um, about um, oh, and besides that, I had um, a lot of migraine headaches, which are, uh, which were probably due to estrogen dominance at that time, which I didn't recognize. Um, and um, I had some depression, and I was overweight. So uh, all the conglomerate of all these problems was just affecting the quality of my life, until about six years ago, which uh, was I was at a um, at a function where my brother was speaking, and he talked about the deleterious effects of dairy. And that day I met my cousin who happens to be um, vegan and, and asked, she asked me to watch Forks Over Knives. And she says, as a doctor, you may benefit from watching this show. So I was a vegetarian at that time. I was eating tons and tons of oh. dairy and cheese, which is even worse than meat in many ways. Yeah. And so I basically went home that day and I did watched Forks Over Knives and I went on a whole food plant-based diet. Mm. Within one week, Nick, my rash went away. Oh, wow. I stopped itching. I was, I was like applying corticosteroid creams all over my body. I was taking Benadryl and all of that went away. And it all was due to the casein protein in dairy, which is very, um, it, it causes a lot of skin allergies in most people. And the whey protein, um, which a lot of people are allergic to and they get nasal congestion, they have a cough, they get, they get skin problems and acne and all that stuff. And I, I had no idea. So I, I thought, you know, I, I need calcium. So I, was, I chose the worst source of calcium, which is dairy from a cow. Wow. And you're a medical doctor, so you really appreciate I, I look back when I was 12 years old and I was having digestive upset, uh, literally diarrhea every day for a full year. And I went to a doctor and they didn't seem to offer me any kind of solution. And uh, I read in a textbook that I, I basically had a uh, issue with dairy. I thought, well, if, if that can cause this reaction, then I, I basically need to figure out how I can handle this problem. And uh, I, like you, I, I just pretty much gave up the dairy product. And overnight, my digestive tract, you know, calmed yes. down, the yes. issue resolved, and I no longer had the problem. And it was like, Oh my gosh, how many other people don't know this? Yeah, up to 70% of the population in some areas. So about 65 to 70% of the population is lactose intolerant. That's the sugar in milk that is very difficult to digest for the human body. And so that causes gas bloating, diarrhea, constipation. But it goes farther than the lactose too. It's the proteins in dairy that cause a lot of problems in, in people. So, um, and of course... Far bigger, right? Far See, bigger. It's almost a smokescreen because you have these lactate uh, milks, you know. And right and lactase you know enzymes and yes. they say oh that'll solve your dairy product problem no in <laughs> fact if, if you go to non-fat milk and then you use these lactate uh, type milks it oftentimes are more concentrated in the very milk proteins that cause you even more harm. They're For disruptive, sure. right? So, especially in my case, I was because allergic also, to the prote proteins. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't matter if I take a lactate. That takes care of the lactose part, but there's it's it's processed food, right? They they manipulate one thing, they take away the saturated fat, and they call it healthy because it doesn't have saturated fat. But then it has all these proteins that are um, causing allergies. So, I mean, it's just the best way to do it is is to stop 
consuming dairy products. Of all type. Yogurt, of all type. even if it's fermented yogurt, right? Yes. And probiotic rich. But you can get coconut yogurt that's no dairy based, Of course, based, no right? one says don't mm-hmm. eat yogurt. We're just right. saying don't eat uh, the dairy yogurt that comes from cows, butter, right. um, cheese, uh, milk, or um, any products that, that uses cow's milk or sheep's milk. I mean, we're humans. We're not cows or sheep. Right. It makes no sense to drink or use so, so any foods that are made out of um, another mammal's uh, milk. Do, uh, Chef AJ just made the comment that uh, it, one of the, her colleagues, Neil Bernard, mentioned that uh, dairy product with the uh, milk protein casein has uh, uh, almost a opiate-like morphine. It, it turns into a derivative, and it's it highly addictive for, for it people. It is very highly addictive, and that's yeah. why in, in clinic, when I ask patients for their inflammatory bowel disease, Crohn's colitis, or mm-hmm. ulcerative colitis, or IBS, cerebral bowel syndrome, or any types of GI problems, when I ask them to stop consuming dairy products, the first thing they tell me, I, I can't give up cheese. That's the first thing that comes out of their mouth. And it's true because it yeah. is, it's like heroin. It's like, wow. you know, it's addictive. Truly like, like heroin or morphine, yes. right? It's, yes, it's, it is. It's a true drug. Yes. And, and it's important that you bring that up and you do have training in gastroenterology, correct? Yes, I do. Yeah. So that being said, uh, imagine those people who are struggling. I, I know there's transitional foods that are plant-based like diet cheese and, you know, melt and taste yes. good and everything. So it might be okay for people to transition. And I know some of the more, um, if you will, purists of, of the plant-based doctors will say, well, you know, let's just go as, you know, complete oil-free and, and, and vegan and so forth. And I agree, yet it's difficult for someone who is addicted literally. So yes. that transition food might be the very thing they need I, to I get. I absolutely agree. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. I always right. recommend to my patients, what you're eating is poison. And these transition foods are not super healthy, but they're mm-hmm. way better than the poisons that you're putting in your body. So right. use the transition foods. And mm-hmm. at some point, you can be 100% whole food plant-based. But, you know, I'm not even 100%. I eat mm-hmm. some vegan junk food sometimes. I, sure. I'll eat vegan cookies. I'll, but of course, it's not on a daily basis. Right. I'll eat some oily mm-hmm. foods. Maybe once a month, I'd go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and I'll eat it. But it's just the, the It's the like point. when I go to an Indian restaurant, I like I've eaten all this oil and and, and ghee, right? And yeah. I'm like I'm sleepy for hours. I like it reminds me, I t- it tasted good, but I, w- I wish people would come up with Indian recipes without the oil, yes. you know? And yes, just, absolutely. You, can flavor it. you know, I know your cuisine of food uh, is it Persian per- food? Persian yes. food, wonderful food, but they use a lot of oil too, right? Of course, and you know, my mom has uh, veganized a lot of the food for me, oh, she has? and so she doesn't use uh, meat, and she uses. Uh, like portobello mushrooms as oh, as a substitute and she will um she'll cook it without oil you really don't oh, need the oil wow. and in fact in my opinion it's it's it becomes so heavy and and um, unbearable now that like it's like you know when you get used to not eating a lot of salt and sugar after a while after you when you put it in your food it's intolerable it's the same way with oil you get used to it yeah and i think people don't appreciate everyone knows now with all the marketers out there putting all the blame on salt and sugar and, and granted you know we need to restrict or limit or avoid i mean it's processed a little bit of salt here and there the body needs some salt relatively speaking but when you look at what oil does and i've looked under the microscope of literally tens of thousands of people over the last 40 years you see what's called rouleau or blood sludging thickening of the blood within hours of yes. consuming any fatty meal so people don't understand oh i feel so sleepy after eating a vegetarian meal or even an animal you know based meal what is it though is it the fat is it thickening your blood is it reducing circulation to your brain to all of your organs 
and certainly that's not good for your skin too. You mentioned acne earlier and eczema, right? Yes. I mean, these, these are serious problems. We we have a product that is rich in Christopher's vegetable uh, base and it, it helps increase sex hormone binding globulin. So instead of women having to take birth control pills to control their acne, which accidentally they discovered increases this binding globulin that calms down the androgens and the excess uh, metabolites of hormone, it clears up their skin. Mm -hmm. And so we've discovered we can, instead of using the antibiotics and birth control pills, use these natural plant-based supplements that have turmeric, they have uh, DIM, methane, indole-3-carbonyl, you've heard of all of these things, mm -hmm. right? Tremendous results for these kids. Yes, and of course, a lot of kids who have acne, they're eating dairy, which is full of oh. estrogen, which is causing yes. the mTOR pa pa pathway to be revved up, and that causes um, the oils and the, and the glands to be active and cause acne. So I think, you know, that's super important for people to understand they've got to stop consuming um, dairy products. Yeah, I was doing a stream last week, and one of the young girls on the stream uh, named Stephanie with Dr. Kathleen Gerandrews flying in this week. Uh, she was going, oh, he got too complex. He was talking something about an enzyme mTOR, and I'm glad you mentioned it because if they hear it enough, yes. they'll understand that mammalian targeted on rapromycin. There's a history to this Canary Islands, this rare enzyme, and we, we discovered a lot about it. And, and what we now know is animal products are very high in the amino acid leucine, right? Yes. And we know that forces this enzyme to increase worse. It causes abnormal growth, particularly in the skin and acne and other, what what other growths? Cancer yes, tumors maybe? And But we know that fruits and vegetables are very low in leucine, which is beneficial because the mTOR enzyme calms down, calms down the skin. So not only do they get the benefit of less estrogen and hormone metabolites, because we know of hormonal acne, it, it yes. does exist. It's yes. a real phenomenon. I wrote about it in my book with Dr. Sonia Vanisil, but the reality is this, this enzyme is really just barely being talked about in the science, but it's right. critical to it understand, critical. right? And it's the cause of aging too, which is not yes. good. <laughs> you don't want to age. You don't, you don't want your age. skin to age. You want your body to age. You want to stay young and youthful. So bring this mTOR, M, small m, capital T-O-R, right? Yes, mTOR. It should be a, a term used um, in everyone's language because it is, you know, if you if people understand it, they'll understand why we, we keep right. saying eat plant-based. Right. So this is more reason to realize that dairy product, meat, fish, chicken, eggs, all of the above are very high in the amino acid leucine, which forces this harmful enzyme to increase to levels that it causes uh, dangerous forms of growth. And, and I, 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 I met Cassandra uh, Banks and she's this gal that was just struggling. I, I met one of her marketing um, advisors and she did a video showing her back and her face and everything with no makeup. She had acne everywhere and it was just, you know, looked horrific. And she goes, I don't know. I want to show my audience, but I really don't know how I can go about this. And her, her marketing advisor said, just put it out there. And uh, something about 32 million people viewed it. And it turns out that, you know, here she was using animal-based foods and things. And when she met Dr. Sonia, my co-author, uh, she got her to move over to plant-based. She got her to use certain supplements and cosmetics that were safe and as history shows now, her skin has improved dramatically. Uh, I did a show with her a few months ago, and uh, she goes, oh, you're Nick Delgado. Oh, my gosh. You know, because she knew that I had worked a lot on this whole thing about skin. Yes. And, uh, you know, this whole idea of acne be gone for good, which is the title of my book. So I feel for because 
when our children are affected to the point of depression and even pushed towards thoughts of suicide because they, they just don't want to encounter people and they have to put a lot of makeup on every time they go out. I mean, it's, it's traumatic, isn't it? It uh, is, for sure. Yeah. And I, I had depression myself and, yeah. um, you know, it was, it was pretty bad. And when I turned, um, you know, I stopped eating the animal products and I start, started eating a whole food plant-based diet, it, it went away. I went into thrive mode rather than the survival mode I was in. Yeah. So for you, what can you give me some examples of clients or patients that you've helped and what's been their story? You don't have to use their name or you may or may not. But the point is that uh, everyone listens to stories and they understand stories and it helps them to see that beyond the technical part that we both get so fascinated about. Oh, my gosh, we've got we know the mechanism. We understand the cause of these chronic diseases and skin problems. And and we get excited because, you know, we're in the medical profession and we help people and we have to understand what we're teaching and monitor it with laboratory tests and follow up. And so that it's not placebo. Right. Because yes. placebo is pretty strong. But to see your patients improve in so many different ways, isn't that incredibly heartfelt? It is. It is. It, I see a lot of very common diseases like gastroesophageal reflux disease affects so many people and everyone's like well just go get a h2 blocker or a ppi medicine over the counter like mm. pepsid or prevacid and, and make it go away no one gets to, to the underlying cause of it and why it's happening uh, which a lot of times it's obesity and diet driven yeah um, a lot of people with irritable bowel syndrome and dysbiosis gut microbiome imbalances which is again due to um the animal products and um the tight junctions um, being broken called leaky gut and the overgrowth of bacteria due to all kinds of problems that can occur by eating a meat and dairy rich diet. And um, I see a lot of chronic constipation. I mean, the, the quality of life of my patients with GI problems is very poor. Yeah. Imagine every day having be belly pain, having gas, bloating, having to go into the restroom and try to like, like you almost have a brain aneurysm trying to push that stool out. I mean, it's not no fun. And so I have hundreds and hundreds of people who come see me and they've eaten the standard American diet for years, very low in fiber right. and they're suffering. Right. And it's my job to help them get to the underlying root cause of it and help them transition. And so one day they can have optimal health like you and I have because right. we eat healthy every day. Yeah. Well, one of our educators, uh, Kyle, uh, underwent um, meeting me and going through the plan and he struggled with Crohn's disease. He got to the point where he could barely train one day a week and here he's a mixed martial art jujitsu specialist. So for him not to be able to train his clients is, you know, affecting his livelihood and his, his feeling of self-worth, right? And now he's back to training six, seven days a week. He's on top of it. He looks fantastic. I mean, already looked good. He had the genetics, yes. but he dabbled with keto diet and dabbled with high protein diets and didn't, no one gave Gave him really clear direction and then he you know came into the training we looked at his blood under the microscope you could see the changes in white blood cells eosinophils when these cells yes. show up I mean they're showing up because the person has compatibility problems with the particular foods they're eating or uh, there's issues so tell me a little more about Crohn's disease do you well come before in? we talk about Crohn's disease you okay. know eosinophilic esophagitis is yes. a very common disorder that, that affects a lot of young males with a lot of eosinophils that attack the esophagus and wow. the esophagus becomes becomes very stiff, so they have a hard time swallowing food. It's called dysphagia. And eosinophilic esophagitis is recently very commonly seen, and I attribute it to the whey protein powders, because a lot of these young men are taking whey protein powders, which is a protein that comes from the dairy products, which is causing a lot of allergies. So when I do their allergies, they're allergic to whey. And, you know, so if, if you're listening, if you're, mm -hmm. if, uh, you're using whey protein powders um, today, 
I'm asking you to go home, grab the protein powder, and throw it in the trash can, <laughs> or give it to somebody you hate, um, because it's causing a lot of disease, in my experience. You brought up a good point. Uh, I interviewed um, an individual who's famous for dealing with GMOs, uh, Jeffrey, and he came out with a book, Genetic Roulette, and he talked about one of his key messages is go, not only non-GMO, but go organic. So. Uh, I was so concerned about this very issue because I deal with a lot of athletes and I'm a competitive athlete and so the protein issue kept coming up over and over again. I said, my gosh, I've got to design something. So I designed an all organic fruit and vegetable uh, powder that has the natural nutrients and it's not uh, any dairy base whatsoever. And my uh, one of my chief scientists called me up and says, well, you got to up the grams of protein because everyone else has 20 or whatever, 40 grams of protein per I said, no. I said, we're going to have the protein that's present in the natural foods as yes. they are. And the people will benefit because when they take each scoop, we're using uh, Lohangu or Stevia, but no added sugar. And it's all organic. And we went through the certification to make sure. So when people use this, it's kind of a mild flavor of vanilla. So it's kind of really tasty and good. It mixes with smoothies and anything else. So those people are just like, oh my gosh, I can't give up my protein. Swap it over. Like we talk about transition food and you'll see you, you're not going to lose an ounce of muscle and yeah. not even lose a step in your in your run uh, John McDougall I interviewed a moment ago was talking about Carl Lewis and at the twilight of his career when he should have been retiring he was winning gold medals and breaking records on plant-based diets so I'm a big advocate of it but I, I am also big into supplementation because I look under the microscope I see issues with changes in white cells. I see red blood cells, uh, B12 absorption issues, folic acid, I see omega issues. And so, you know, for me, I also have to, from a clinician standpoint, think I've got to advise the MDs I'm working with. We have a situation here. This client needs this particular addition. Uh, maybe they're in transition in their diet. And you know, who eats perfect? I mean, you know, we go to restaurants, some people eat on the go. Uh, it, it, it's and, and even the food supply has changed. So I think that it has its place and we're probably the only one with a lower protein concentration in what I call the slim blend protein uh, because people need to know there's that transition if they're going to do it and particularly those people who want to go on low calories sometimes they'll use these you know whole food drinks as the meal as yes. a meal replacement I said okay it's got everything you need but make sure you eat another couple whole meals besides don't just skip you know the other meals and then you know I think they're on the way but I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I always used to say the term, say no way to weigh. Yes, exactly. Way no way. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I, you know, it, it's it's interesting that there, I, I, almost every health food store I walk in, every vitamin store, every bodybuilding store, there's just big containers of protein yes. powder. And I'm like, Fancy oh. labels making it look like it's some magic treat, something that's going to do anybody any good. and fitness uh, competitors with six packs advertising it and what people don't know is those people are not healthy if they're consuming it and some of the fitness people who advertise these whey protein powders they don't even take them themselves that's so very true I, I've met more than you can imagine I get to go backstage with Arnold at, at the uh, Arnold Classic each year and interview the celebrities that win uh, the awards and I, I ask them directly and a lot of them say no I don't use dairy product Arnold himself doesn't use dairy products exactly. he, he doesn't use but it's, know, it's industry, the industries are paying them paychecks so what they yes. advertise is money driven and you know I, I kind of it's sad 
but the truth is that they have to make a living. So sometimes they, they're young, they're impressionable, they'll fall for these uh, types mm -hmm. of things. Um, once you get to my age, you don't care. You know, you, you, what you want to do is basically help people the genuine right. way. It, it's not about money. It's about how do I help people? How, and, it's, and then you just, you focus less on money and because you're in, you know, for example, for someone like me, I have abundance in my life. I don't need money, so I don't. Right. I'm not going to be a slave to a company. But yeah, I mean, uh, you have to be careful who you follow on Instagram. You have to be careful yes. um, looking at them and judging their health based on what they look like, because a lot of them are sick. They have high cholesterol. Oh, They're yeah. going to have premature death because of mm -hmm. all the health problems. You just don't see it. I I see a lot of fit people in my clinic who are on metformin because they have insulin resistance already um, because of the way they eat. Right. So. You know, it, it's 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 terrible. You're absolutely right. I, I think that when people see the advertisers and the marketers and the social influencers, uh, fortunately, there's a growing movement of people talking about plant-based, whole food eating, uh, exercise, which is part of the trifecta, right? Yes. And balancing the hormones. Yes. This is absolutely essential for good health, isn't it? I agree. I mean, um, I, f I feel like the three are absolutely essential, meaning if you're eating poorly, you cannot out-exercise the bad calories at the gym. And I, I'm an example of somebody who was very overweight mm -hmm. when I was eating the standard American diet. Right. Um, and I was, I was exercising every day. I, w I, was, uh, I was working out constantly. And when I became plant-based, I cut down my exercise to 25 minutes a day as opposed to an hour or longer. And I just ate healthier and my body transformed to more of a fit body. So nutrition has a lot to do, more to do with fitness than actual exercise. And um, then, of course, exercise is important because of um, your musculature and keeping your, your musculature intact as you age uh, to protect your bones, tendons and everything. Um, of course, fitness is important for circulation, cardiovascular disease prevention, Alzheimer's disease prevention. So head to toe, it's important to uh, exercise. And of course, um, we're living longer. We're living, I mean, at 40, about 100 years ago or 200 years ago, you and I would not be having this discussion because both of us would be dead. Mm -hmm. But we are living longer. And mm -hmm. so... I run faster, so <laughs> speak for yourself. There you go, okay. W one of the tigers would have got you... What? One of the tigers would have got you before it got me. That's right. That's right. You, <laughs> I would have de definitely been uh, appetizer. You would have been main course. But um, but yeah, I mean, uh, we used but to isn't die. This the first childbirth was one of the biggest killer. Yes. Infections were killing yes. us. So men and women used to die at age 40. And so yeah. pretty much, you know, um, now that we're living longer because mm -hmm. of advent of antibiotics and medicines that are keeping us uh, alive longer, do you, do you we think need hormones. Do you think it's that or is it, I saw a curve where they showed that we started figuring out clean water, not having cholera, you know, washing our hands, doing different things in the sanitary. And from a, a, a world perspective in Rome, you know, they figured out, you know, aqueducts and all these things. And so there's this curve where it looks like the antibiotics actually stepped in and made the big difference. But it was like a couple of years before there was this massive move because they were just people, like you said, people were dying all over from infectious diseases. So sometimes uh, social movements and, and recognizing, you know, the origin when they first looked under a microscope, oh, what are all these teeming microbes? <laughs> oh my gosh, water has stuff in it if, if it's just left to sit. Yeah. So, so, you know, I, sometimes I think we attribute too much to the probability that antibiotics made such a difference. They do, you know, under life-threatening situations, but 
you know, when can we kind of transition to wherever possible that natural approach? Because as you know, the gut, right? It's, they talk about as the second brain, isn't it? Yes. And the fiber. How do you go about encouraging people to get, and, and, and do you buy into this, that primitive people ate somewhere between 60 and 120 grams of fiber a day? Yes, they did. Yeah, and the average American, if they're lucky, between their tomato <laughs> 15, little slice of, yeah. 15 grams Five a day, to 15. Absolutely. I mean, they ate mostly plant-based and, uh, you know, so there's this paleogenic movement now but where mm. people are eating a lot of meat and not realizing that they actually, in the paleogenic era, they ate more plants than meat. So anyhow, for sure, um, I, you know, for whatever reason, we're living longer now. So what, what ha what's happening is we are, um, our hormones are basically declining and so after age 35 we're uh, experiencing a precipitous drop in our hormones and our quality yeah. of life is suffering and so I think there should be more information out there for people especially women when they go through menopause where they yeah. suffer can't sleep with insomnia they have hot flushes um, people with hypothyroidism that are fatigued with chronic fatigue and they can't even move and the awareness is low and they're so um, they're, you know and we know the uh, the chemicalized estrogens and progesterones um, would cause cancer but bioidenticals are a whole different story and I'm right. such a, a proponent of using bioidentical um, hormone therapy for women to be able to have a better quality of life for me the progesterone was life-saving because I was very estrogen dominant and I had such bad migraine headaches and that has helped me tremendously yeah I'm working on a book on estrogen dominance and it's important to recognize too that let's say a woman has hysterectomy maybe she had fibroid tumors or something and the doctors convinced her oh we better do hysterectomy I mean it's such a common operation yes. but what they don't tell them is okay now you've lost your ability to produce sufficient estrogen progesterone we're gonna replace that but that's also the site where testosterone is produced. So some of the women are developing depression because, and they've loss of libido and things because they're not getting a natural source of testosterone. Women need testosterone True. as well, don't they? True. Of course, of course. And um, you know, when you you don't have ovaries, you're t uh, um, your adrenal glands produce a little bit, but it's definitely right, not what it used right, to be when right, you were right. um, 25. Right. So if you look at um, testosterone levels of a 25, 30 year old, it's way different than testosterone levels of a 50 or 60 year old. So yes, I believe in bioidentical hormone optimization. It is, um, I think it's totally natural to do that because you're trying to basically, it's like driving a car with an empty tank. I mean, you just can't, it doesn't move. So if your tank is empty as a human being, if you're a estrogen, progesterone, testosterone is tanked out, it's really hard to function every day. Absolutely. Dr. Angie, you know, it's interesting. Um, I had a client come in referred by Ray Wilson, who is probably legendary, bought and sold more fitness clubs than any man in history. Now, at the age of uh, 91, uh, I think he's turning 92 here, he's he's started up a, no, a new uh, family fitness chain in Mexico. And so I met with his, uh, his partner, Jeff, and he came in and spent two days with me. And we went through his laboratory work. I had the doc, you know, get some tests done. His testosterone levels were extremely low. I won't get into numbers and you know he had other things going on and and he was losing weight by fasting which was helping he was just skipping meals every other day and he admitted that it's kind of hard to do that and I said well let's let's figure out a better plan for you and in two days we mapped out a whole plan uh, he, he had some um, c corrections in his hormone balances we put him on certain supplements that would modify his hormones he just texts me from whatsapp because he's down in Mexico he says oh my gosh is it possible I could be feeling this good already in, in like five days he says I can't 
can't wait to see you on Monday and, and looking forward to, you know, follow-ups and what we're going to do. You must get clients that come in and once you, you measure their hormone levels, right? By either yes. blood, saliva, or urine. What's your preferred uh, way of I, measuring? I use blood mm -hmm. and I test their the standard. Mm -hmm. hormone levels and I optimize them with the minimal effective dose. Mm -hmm. um, there's There are protocols where they, I think, bombard people with too much hormones and that could um, yeah. be a problem. So I just use the minimal effective dose um, and people feel well. I mean, people feel so much better and it's very rewarding. And, and of course, there's a whole new field about peptides, as you know, and we've been working in this area, certainly working with stem cells as I've been, and you know, the different ways as we age, I mean, it would have been fine to say, we can do it all with diet and exercise and the power of the mind, but, but we are aging, we have to be honest about that. Every generation before us obviously uh, experienced uh, similar or worse situations, or this generation is probably going to be the first that lives shorter than the prior generation, the first time in history in terms of at least civilized uh, situations. But, you know, we can change all that and people have a, a choice. They can be like Jeff who came to see me or uh, some of the ladies that come to see you and myself. And it's like, wow, you mean you can make this easier for me to lose weight? This is going to be fun and I'm not going to starve and I'm going to be able to, you know, enjoy how I look and progress because people want that overnight success. And a lot of these programs out there in three weeks lose all this weight. Well, they're losing water weight. I mean, yeah. is that really well, fat weight? Of course, it's, right? it's water weight, glycogen in the muscles. It's not truly fat loss. Right. And even if it is, it'll come back because it, some of these diets are non-sustainable. They're not right. sustainable. Right. You're so well stated. So I'm excited um, that we got to meet, and I think me it's, it's fabulous. So Please uh, tell me, how do they find you on Instagram? Sure. Um, my Instagram handle, I'm very active on Instagram. It's angie.sadeghi, A-N-G-I-E dot S-A-D-E-G-H-I. My website is drangiehealth.com. Wow, awesome. And uh, now your new book is out. You have your website, your Instagram, and then uh, we'll put this up on YouTube and, you know, all those Thank people you. following. Uh, also, it goes to iTunes and then our social media as well. So I'm sure uh, we'll exchange back and forth. You got to show me a few things about Instagram. I, I'm starting to do the little videos for Instagram and things and trying to figure it out with my kids' help, you know, everything. I just hand it over to the kids and say, uh, different generation, you better help me out with this. Uh, how do I do this? How do I hashtag it? What? You better right? teach me about YouTube because that's my weakness. <laughs> hey, you know, that's why we're together. You know, you hang out and, and support each other to really get the word out and help as many people as possible. Be strong, be well. Thanks for uh, tuning in and please share and engage. If you have any questions of Dr. Angie, check out her website and Instagram and uh, drop us notes in YouTube and I'll forward, uh, forward her the tough questions because, you know, I, I answer the questions too, but uh, I'm sure there's some really great things. The fact that you're so well qualified, you look so beautiful and your story is so heartfelt. Oh my gosh, I can only imagine. I know, you know, those people struggling with skin issues and problems that there is hope and not only hope, it can happen um, certainly no promises within weeks and days, but the body wants to heal. Once you give it the right situation, right? It wants to turn around. If you give your body the right situation, hormones, fitness, and uh, pl plants, it will fix itself. Let's add a little love in there too, right? Yes, that, that's important. That's important. Okay, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. Please give us a review on iTunes and we'll be happy out of the group of reviews to choose a lucky winner of one of our award-winning products. It could be EsterBlock, Adrenal DMG, Stem Cell Strong, or even Power and Speed. We'll ship you a bottle at no cost. You'll enjoy it just from basically giving us a review on iTunes. Also, visit DelgadoProtocol.com. That's 
DelgadoProtocol.com and take our free hormonal quiz. Looking forward to assisting you to be your absolute best.